to Radio Wonderland with guess who? That's right, it's me again, Alice in Wonderland. I'm not wasting any time here straight into the music with this Weathen remix of Elohim Sensations. This is Alice in Wonderland. It's pretty nice, pretty nice when I'm overwhelmed.
Wonderland presents Radio Wonderland. Thanks so much for tuning in to Radio Wonderland episode 9. Yes, it's still like the Star Wars series. I hope that we get to an infinite amount of episodes and the same as Star Wars. You just heard Humble Hustlers by Slushy and Ignore by yours truly, Alice in Wonderland. I have a special episode for you this week, so much to cover. I have a bunch of new music to share, an 808s and Mates interview with none other than my stage partner last week at EDC. That's right, it's Jaws. I know how many of you want to hear that set when we went back to back with Diplo, which is why I've saved the second half of the show for the epic B to B to B that we did on the main stage. So excited to share that with you, but no time to waste, back to the mix. This is RL Grimes, stay for it. The Twell and Oriental Cravings flip. Some really great up and coming Aussie producers, and I'm really, really digging what they're doing, so enjoy. Radio Wonderland with Alice in Wonderland. Save me from myself. Cause I can't go much longer. I just need your help. I just need your help. But I'm getting stronger. When you're by my side.
all man's not playing. Uh, give me the beat and I'll weigh him. Uh, show me the dragon and I'll slay him. Hurricane kicks the wind pack. Winner and I know I I I I I tell him. No lie, 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 I'll sell him. Back to jail, back, back to hell, back, back to when Jake did back to back. Ew. You ain't got beats like quicks, you ain't got beats like that. No, no, you ain't got beats like quicks, you ain't got beats like that. No, fucking aim, I spray with no aim, I'm saying no one direction, murder section, vampire with no reflection, boss now stand to attention. Wonderland. You're listening to Radio Wonderland with me, Alison Wonderland, every Monday night for one hour of music that I'm loving. Sick interviews and other fun stuff like, yes, I got a tattoo a few weeks ago. Some live sets like the one I did from EDC last week. You never really know what you're going to get and that's what I love about it. In the last section I played, you heard Stay For It, the Twill and Oriental Cravings Flip, R.L. Grime. Isabella by Andrew Luce. Shout out Andrew Luce's mom. I know she listens to the program, so hopefully she's listening to this. And Alpaca by Quix, who's an amazing producer from New Zealand. Um, if you guys are digging the mix so far, please let me know on Twitter. Hashtag Radio Wonderland, because I check that shit. Up next, we have the interview with Jaws and our B2B2B live set with Diplo from EDC. But first, some more music. This is actually a track I played in both my solo set and my B2B2B. It is Boss by Lil Pump. Alice in Wonderland, in the mix. Oh, yeah. Lil Pump, yeah. Yeah, I came in with a saw. Oh, yeah, I came in with a saw. Yeah, bitch, I flare it raw. Yeah, bitch, I flare it raw. Yeah, yeah, I came in with a saw. Oh, yeah, I came in with a saw. Oh, bitch, I flare it raw. Yeah, bitch, I flare it raw. Yeah, walk in the like a boss. 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 Yeah, I came in with a sauce. Yeah, I came in with a saw. Ooh, bitch, I flare it raw. Ooh, bitch, I flare it raw. Ooh, walk in and try real flare. Ooh, fuck a nigga, bitch, don't care. Damn, throw no racks in the air. Damn, told a bitch, little point, yeah. Ooh, damn, I just broke my wrist. Hundred on my wrist, can't tell me shit. Pop four zans and I fuck a nigga, bitch. Never went to school cause I was always flipping bricks. Hey, yeah, I came up with a sauce. Damn, yeah, so crack in the halls. Damn, little pump is on top. Damn, gave my mom two glocks. Damn, everybody do wanna be me. Looking at my neck and it's Fiji. Ooh, damn, everybody do wanna be me. Looking at my neck and it's Fiji. Ooh, yeah, I came in with a saw. Ooh, yeah, I came in with a saw. Yeah, bitch, I flare it raw. Yeah, bitch, I flare it raw. Yeah, yeah, I came in with a saw. Ooh, yeah, I came in with a saw. Ooh, bitch, I flare it raw. Yeah, bitch, I flare it raw. Yeah, Spice Girl, in the coupe, so sick. Chicken, 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 chicken
zero music, sit and listen to it Distant children of the sewer finally winning music This confession's of a lie, I've been sending music The rap book gives my bible, just repenting through it I jump in the whip and say, ooh, it's my shit, and I tell him to turn it up Jump in the pit and stop marching the shit, and I tell him to burn it up This is Mr. Trap, Lord, I'ma go into the sun and to Radio Wonderland. I hope you're loving the show so far. You're listening to East Coast by ASAP Ferg. Before that, you heard Chicken Soup by Skrillex and Habstract, Marla, um, and a real banger that is Party Up GTA Remix by Destructo. And now we have 808s and Mates with Jaws. This is Radio Wonderland. Sick. This is 808s and Mates with Alice in Wonderland and um, I'm standing on the street right now in LA and guess who pulled up? Who are you? Would you like to introduce yourself to everyone? A fucking shitty fucking driver. <laughs> yeah, I have to say guys, I just saw him try and park... Not even that bad. I, I just saw him try and park his car. You have to take a taxi to get to the curb with that park. I mean, okay, you know what? This shit is all like curved and my backup camera was not showing the, you know, like with technology... Nowadays, like, I've just become such a shitty parker. I grew up in San Francisco. Oh. And if you know anything about San Francisco, which you might not, because you're I Australian, yes. it's okay. Um, it is notoriously the hardest place to park in the entire world because the hills are so fucking steep and you have to parallel park everywhere. Well, I, I'm going to take your word for it. Um, I've gotten comfortable, okay? I got comfortable. <laughs> I got a nice car with technology and I let it park for me and now I just suck. Well, you know what? That just proves that robots aren't that very good at parking. So would you like to introduce yourself to everyone? Yeah, my name is Jaws. Um, I'm a shitty driver. I'm also a mediocre DJ, uh, mediocre music producer and uh yeah he's fantastic at all of those minus the parking so would you like to tell everybody like i want everyone to know why we're meeting up in the middle of the street right now um we are in the middle of the fucking hills in hollywood waiting on wesley pence so that we can work on our set for edc and wesley pence is diplo so basically jaws myself and diplo will be on the <laughs> the main stage this no big deal no big deal I, I played it last year and you know there were just a few people People there. Yeah, 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 me too. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, yeah, that was my first time playing EDC. I don't know about you. And like, you know, we play a lot of festivals, right? And at a certain point, you like show up and you're like, damn, that's a big crowd. Like, I'm not nervous, I'm excited, you know? And then I showed up at main stage at EDC last year and was like, holy fucking shit. Oh no, I'm really nervous. Yeah, I feel you. I actually, every time someone asked me what it was like uh, getting on that stage last year, I said it looked like a CGI crowd. It looked fake. Yeah, no, for sure. That is a very good way to put it. So I'm glad that I have some friends this year and we can go on stage together. And uh, Diplo's plan so far is to just get drunk and play dubstep. Uh, that's that's all I know so far. Well, I'm out. See ya. <laughs> well, no, see, you'll, you'll, you'll bring the good shit and then me and Wes will just, you know, do stupid things and you'll just have to babysit us the whole time. I I mean, look, I'll be your mom. I'll be both of yours, yes. mom. <laughs> yes, that is amazing. You'll be rave mom. From now on, I'm called rave mom. Um, so fill everybody in about what you're up to at the moment. I've been uh, traveling, which we all do quite a bit. I just got back from Asia and Europe, and I'm going back not too long from now. And I mean, it's the start of festival season, you know? So we're kind of just bouncing all over the place. And uh, pretty much every second that I've been home, I've been in my new studio. I just moved to downtown LA. Um, yeah, I've just been, you know, trying my best to make as much new music as I can. I think that's uh, super exciting, and I think everyone else out here is really excited to hear that. I know I am. So what's, like, the coolest thing you've seen on tour? Like, not the coolest, the, the, the weirdest thing you've ever seen on tour. When we were in Japan a couple weeks ago, um, I was with... Joanne, my girlfriend, and Jen, who works on my management, and uh, my video dude, and like a couple homies, and we we're just walking around. I took them to this spot called Meiji Shrine, 
which is like right in the heart of Tokyo. It's this beautiful, you know, forest with a shrine and whatever. And we're walking out of it. And these two Japanese dudes see Joanne, who's, you know, this tall, beautiful blonde. Chick. She's a mega babe. She's a mega babe. And uh, Jen, who is another white American female. And they, their eyes just turned into like fucking light bulbs. And they're like, you come here. And I looked at this dude's sign and it said like, spank me, slap me across the face, whatever for free. And Joanne and Jen look at each other and they're like, all right, like cool. And so my video dude is there and we're like, oh, this is really great content. It'll be so funny, blah, blah, blah. And they start like smacking this dude on the face and whatever. And I'm standing next to James, my filmer, and the guy's buddy is standing next to us filming. And I was like, what are you, what are you guys doing? And he's like, oh, we run a YouTube channel. It's like really popular. And this is all he does. And I was like, yeah. So they just like profiled the fuck out of these. Like, he's like, oh yeah, American girls. This is perfect. My viewers will love this. I mean, I feel it. That <laughs> Did you ever get to see the video? No, but like to this day, I still can't decide what's weirder. If it was just like him just really wanting to be spanked in public. And like, they had like a, a paddle, you know, it wasn't like that. It was, it was, it was still pretty weird. <laughs> uh, but I don't know if it was weirder if he had just wanted to do it just for the like pleasure of it. Or if he was like, using it to like make money on YouTube. I would say a little bit from column A and a little bit from column B. Right? There's there's no winner there. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I think that both I, I would like if I was in that position, I would have done the same thing. So I'm down. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't blame you. If he had asked me, I would have said, yeah, but I'm not his target demographic, unfortunately. There, there you go, guys. Jaws is officially really disappointed he didn't get to spank a guy in Japan. I'm saying that right now, officially. I, I'm not going to I'm not going to argue. Well, Let's talk about more stuff because I <laughs> I don't really know where to go from that uh, question. I didn't expect such an amazing answer. Uh, okay, I I'll ask you some stuff because uh, for you guys who don't know, Jaws and I actually spoke at an EDM conference last year before EDC. Right, that was a year ago. That's yeah. crazy. That's how it, it is. It was. And uh, you remember what's his name? Uh, British dude who was on the panel with us. Uh, oh my god, that was amazing. God, that was, was it Oakenfeld? Yeah, it was Oakenfold. Yeah. He was talking to us, and like, you are Australian, so he was like, oh, she's cool. She has an accent. Like, you know, she's like one of us. And then he comes up to me, and I definitely know he's not. <laughs> oh shit, I remember this. <laughs> Go on. I like, I totally know that he's, this motherfucker is not Pete Tong, right? And he comes up to me and he's like, hey mate, Pete Tong, nice to meet ya. And I was like, all right, cool. Whatever, you fully believed it was Pete Tong, I remember. Yeah, sure. I just like, I didn't know what to do. I was like, I know Paul Oakenfold is on this panel. It, I don't really know what's going on here. I'm just going to play along. And then like nothing happened. It was just totally chill. And then like at the very, very fucking end of the whole panel, he called me out in front of everyone. It was it was good because it actually took away from the fact that at an EDM, con uh, what was it? An EDM conference. conference yeah. I, I said earlier that I forgot that it was called EDM biz. Right. And I think it's actually run by Insomniac. It is. Okay. And this, uh, I mean, I, I work a lot with the Insomniac people. I love them. But I think someone asked the panel what if they liked the term EDM. And everyone was like, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. And I just went, nah, it's fucking shit. It compresses every genre into one shitty genre. Fuck the term EDM. Do you remember? And then, and then like, you got so much shit about the Pete Tong thing. It made me feel less awkward about that whole thing. Well, but I mean, I, I think that what you said has merit to it you know there's like two ways to look at it you know and especially from being Australian there is because I've been in Australia quite a bit and there is definitely a huge difference between EDM and electronic music in Australia yeah so if you guys don't know in Australia EDM is actually its own genre compared to uh, uh, it being an umbrella under every electronic yeah. genre over here so for me I like associated EDM with really really tacky commercial dance music let's that... not name names before we get too carried away no I mean I can't even think of a name but I mean like if I heard that type of track I'd be yeah, like yeah, yeah that's EDM and yeah. then you know we had like so many other genres and I remember saying saying 
You know, it's like saying funk music and like disco should be un umbrellaed under like, you know, analog dance music. But I just like think that there's so many different genres. It, it just shouldn't be like compressed together. And that was my point. Anyway, that was a massive sidetrack. But yes, I do remember you getting completely tricked. And one of the questions that, that were asked and, and it like really opened my eyes to you as a producer was, you know, what were the tracks that got you into making electronic music? And I'm going to ask you three tracks and I'm going to play them on the show so uh, if you could tell me those three tracks and why uh, it like it'll give everybody out there insight into like the type of sound you've created totally um, man I wish I could remember which ones I said back then but I mean so that means you're lying uh, no, I'm kidding no. I'm kidding because it really did make sense and I was like yeah. fuck that's dope okay so I'm sure the first one that I said and this is a story I've told a couple times but it's worth saying again is uh, the first electronic record I ever heard or like I really associated with electronic music because you know we've all been influenced through electronic music whether we knew it or not pretty much our whole lives or at least I was and I didn't know it until I really did some like personal digging you know what I mean but the first track that I was really like okay this is electronic music this is dubstep whatever was Swaga by Excision and Datsik and uh, one of my best friends who I've known since I was six years old was like the first friend of mine to get like a cool car with a sick sound system and whatever and one of his buddies gave him a CD and he was like I don't know what the fuck this shit is I don't like it at all but it sounds really cool in my car Radio Wonderland that song and I heard it and was like what the fuck is this this is so crazy and uh, so I like went and found that guy and was like what is this tell me what it is give me everything that sounds like it and so he gave me a CD that was like uh, Midnight Request Line by Scream and like, shout out Scream for being a legend yes absolutely you know I ran into him in the UK a couple days ago or like a, a few weeks ago and he is the first person in a very long time in the electronic realm that I saw and just walked the other way. I was like, Oh, that was me and Hudson Mohawk. Right? Yeah. You know, you just, you see that person, you're like, that person doesn't even want to fucking talk That to person me. is God. I can't look them in the eyes. I'm going to walk the other way in case I fuck it up. Yeah. Or for me, it was more like, and maybe I'm wrong. And I really, I really, I really personally hope that I'm wrong. But in my mind, I was like, this guy has gone so far to basically say fuck EDM and electronic music and everything that he kind of helped proliferate you know because he did not that he wanted to but he gave birth to like the modern sound of dubstep and like heavier bass music as it is today and he just pulled a full 180 and was like yo fuck this shit i'm gonna make disco and fucking tech house and all that kind of shit so i felt like i was like the epitome of everything that he despised about electronic music you know what i mean like i would go up to him and be like hey man i'm a big fan he'd be like oh yeah cool what's your name jaws and he'd be like Fuck you. No way. I feel like he would be totally, totally honored that you came up to him. The guy, and like, he's cool because he reinvents himself all the time. Mm -hmm. I definitely admire that. That's like one of the biggest things for me that I kind of wanted to do or continue to want to do with the Jaws brand is like every time, like when I first started, I was making like super heavy music. You know, I was making like really gnarly dubstep, but I was also making like future bass and house music and trap and whatever. And then the house thing really started like taking off. And that was for no reason other than at that moment, I was like, yeah, this shit's cool. I'm going to make a bunch of it. And so then once that started kind of picking up, I was like, okay, let's go in a different direction and stop doing the like super UK shit and bring in more of my like electro influence. 
you know, my dubstep influence and started making it a little bit heavier. And now that that shit has really taken off, I kind of want to take shit in a new direction. That's fucking sick. Sorry to interrupt again, but I do remember you saying that before all that you're into like bands mm -hmm. and uh, some of those influenced your sound. See, I pay attention to what you say. So you were talking about like other other genres of music being an influence to you. So I'd love you to point out a couple of those too. Yeah, like when I first really got into like creating music was when I was into like rock and roll and metal and that kind of stuff. And I picked up a guitar for the first time when I was like 12, I want to say. And I would say like my number one influence for sure is Metallica. Because I mean, I'm from San Francisco. They're from San Francisco. They just happened to be the band that I really got into. And they were my first concert ever. That's dope. Yeah, uh, my, my older sister, her husband took me to a Metallica concert because I was too young to go on my old, I was like 12 or 13. And it was like him, or it was Metallica and Lamb of God, and it was just like so gnarly. And we got there, and like within an hour of being in the crowd, my fucking brother-in-law threw me into a mosh pit, just like on my own. He was just like, fucking get it! And, that, and you became a man. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I was like, I was so stoked. And so that, like, that whole, like, experience and, like, getting into Metallica, and I learned, like, every single one of their songs on guitar. That's fucking sick. Actually, my first ever ringtone on my first ever mobile phone was Enter Sandman. So are you Sick. proud of me? Sick. That's that's that's, that's like, like the beginner. Yeah. My personal favorite tracks from Metallica are like their first and second albums. So give me a track to play. I mean, if you're just like listening, um, for me now, if I was gonna play a Metallica song at a show, it would probably be Ride Lightning. Fuck yes. Okay. Like, you know that lead is just so like it's so epic. Yeah. So I, I feel like it would actually work at a show. Whereas like, you know, a lot of their songs that are so fast and thrashy, kids might get a little confused. Yeah. Wonderland. I mean, like, I usually ask people what their favorite fantasy character or what fantasy character they would be if they could be anything or, like, what their favorite dinosaur is. But, I mean, you're Jaws, so I'm going to ask you what your favorite underwater... Oh, speaking of dinosaurs, Diplo just pulled up. I think he heard the word dinosaur. What's your favorite underwater animal or what? what's your favorite shark? Ah, uh, man, I don't know. Is it just you? What's up? This is Diplo, everyone. Sunny outside, isn't it? I mean, a little bit, but he's, it's, he's it's setting it's, it's, the scene. It's a, it's a good vibe out here. You're hot already, guys. Thank you. I mean, you're just hot as you are. I'm already running. Nice toenails. Oh, wow. I'm getting so many compliments right now. This is amazing. Everyone, this is Diplo. I probably am going to force him into an interview a little later. Well, that was a great interview. I'm just going to sign off right now before, because we have to practice our B to B to B. Yeah. Um, B to B to B. How do we end up doing this? I, d I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, like how, do we, how do our names like just like? I know. It, I'm just like put our. They shook. They rolled the dice. <laughs> That's what I feel happened. Literally. I feel like, I feel like it's gonna be cool though. No, it's gonna be the best one ever because yeah. I think they were pretty diverse. We're gonna like while out. It's gonna be. I want everyone to remember it, and I want something stupid to happen while it happens. Stupid. So you got, you got me, so it'll be. That's stupid what I was gonna say. Possible. I think that's. I think that's my job. job. Yeah. Okay. It's stupid. You guys just DJ. All right. I, I like that. I like that. Um. Well, I'm signing off uh, for this week with Jaws at featuring Diplo. Uh. You want? You have any last words? Uh. Wow. That was a great last word. Thank you. This is Alison. That was uh, Jaws. Peace. You're listening to Radio Wonderland with Alice in Wonderland. 808s and Mates will be back next week with another massive superstar guest. Like, literally, it actually doesn't get bigger than my guest next week, so make sure you don't miss that one. Now, I'd like to introduce a little bit of the live set from the main stage where Jaws, Diplo, and myself be to be to be. And uh, if you're new to this, that means back to back to back.
make some noise for Alice in fucking Wonderland right now, everybody.
up? This is Alice in Wonderland. You've just tuned into Radio Wonderland. You're listening to my live set from EDC Las Vegas from the main stage where I played back-to-back with Jaws and Diplo. So we're almost out of time, but as always, finishing off the show with another Wonder Years track. And this time it is one of my favorites, Sublime with Santeria. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in to episode nine of Radio Wonderland. I'm back next week, same time, same place. You know where I am. And uh, if you miss the show or your friends miss the show, you can just search Radio Wonderland on iTunes and download the podcast for free because I love you all. Until then, this is Alice in Wonderland checking out. Peace. This is Radio Wonderland with Alice in Wonderland.